Oh, okay. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. 31 days of dread. Day 21. Here we go. Uh, I am pumped. I'm pumped because I love this movie. I love this movie ever since I saw it in 1999. I remember it vividly when it came out. And we're going to talk about it. It's uh, Tim Burton's Johnny Depp's Christina Ricci's Sleepy Hollow. Let's hit that music. I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> doing doing this at at this frequency uh, with just phlegm with mucus like in your mouth and nostrils and throat uh geez it's uh yeah it's tough it, 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 you just create and find ways around it so here we go uh yeah love this movie uh, i can't say it enough uh this movie is another uh theme for the 31 days of dread which is the nine uh films from 1999 uh, the other one we spoke about was The Mummy Returns, uh, in that or The Mummy, the Brandon Fraser Mummy. And if you listen to that day uh, episode, we we kind of go through all the other movies that came out that year. Uh, I, I really feel this. The, the films of 1999 deserve a documentary a examination of their own. Uh, you know, maybe uh, when I'm done this, I might just go and do that. Just do one movie from 1999 a week. I just make a whole series out of it and, and just research the hell out of every single piece. Like every piece of the movie and just just sit down and be able to unload on, on you guys. Uh, so yeah, so running theme is 1999. The other theme is a great one. It's awesome. It's the Tom McFarlane. <laughs> the creator of Spawn. Uh, that was day 8, episode 8 of the 31 Days of Dread. Uh, Tom McFarlane, comic book creator, came up through Spider-Man. And he uh, changed comics and he changed um, toys at the same time. And started making uh, action figures that people said should not exist. Uh, as in detail, design, uh, the application of the paint. Uh, he, he he changed everything uh, for the good, and he changed it for decades, decades to come. His company and himself, they did a Sleepy Hollow action figure line, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, there was a Headless Horseman, uh, it was like a giant figure box set, that right now, the aftermarket value for that thing is probably around $100. It is phenomenal. It's one of the, the best action figure pieces ever. So we this movie's just stacked. Uh, <laughs> uh, our our pillars of filmmaking uh, are are all at an all time high here: writing, directing, cinematography, music, set design, uh, acting. It is all there. So why why again another movie that is just isn't quite up there on that shelf? I think ABC or whoever who like wh whoever has guts right now in network television they need to do like a sleepy hollow night with this movie uh gearing up into halloween uh it it's definitely a halloween feeling movie i mean if there if there's there's few movies that actually have the essence and the 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 blood pun intended of halloween flowing through it 
this is one of them. The, the, the other one that comes to mind is Trick or Treat. Um, definitely Halloween like movie. There is no doubt that's a like a grounded in in Halloween. Uh, you know, like I I think it's it's a small list of movies that actually feel like Halloween as you're watching them. But yeah, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, awesome performance. Uh, the actors, uh, you know, we we gotta go through this movie is just stacked. It's just stacked with with performers. Um. Look, we have uh, let's let, let's just do this, okay? We have, of course, Johnny Depp. He plays Ichabod Crane, Christina Ricci, Christina Ricci, Miranda Richardson, uh, Michael Gambon, Casper uh, Van Dien. He he plays Brom, <laughs> Jeffrey Jones, uh, Richard Griffiths. Uh, I, I know he's been in a lot. I'm just going right through IMDb. Um, <laughs> Michael Go, uh, Alfred. Um, Oh, and we also have Ray Ray Park, right? Ray Park is is one of the uh, where is he? He yeah, Ray Park. So Ray Park is the stunt performer and the, like the weapons guy uh, of the Headless Horseman. Oh, and Christopher Walken, and Ray Park is he's he Ray Park had a run. It was only a few years, but his run solidified who he was in the minds of geeks. Okay, it, because it started with him as Darth Maul. Uh, he's Sleepy Hollow Headless Horseman, and he is Snake Eyes in GI Joe. Uh, you you don't get any luckier than that. Uh, a stunt man, a stunt performer, rising to the level that he has. Uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's it's unique, and yeah, it should just be always discussed because uh, again, when 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 the heck does that ever happen? So. The other part of this movie too, Danny Elfman, incredible score. Uh, th- this is a if you want to talk about studio film, it's it's a studio film on two levels personified, in story and structure. This it's a, the movie just flows. It, it's 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 not not that it's predictable, but it's just like boom 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 boom, one scene to the next to the next to the next to the next, marching everything forward. Resolution, happy ending, and it does have a, a very happy ending. Uh, and the other part is that th- this movie is shot within a studio. And uh, th- I think this is the height of studio filmmaking, like a studio lot filmmaking. It is like, holy crap, is, does this movie have its look? And it's got a couple green screen shots, but this movie has a look that few movies have. So the other aspects that are fantastic in this burden, I remember. Um, way back, he he discussed the blood in Hammer films. Uh, he wanted to have that blood, so it, we we have a Hammer film quality to this movie. We have a Universal monsters like black and white Universal quality to this. The movie ends in the windmill that's uh, calls back to Frankenstein. Burden makes a nod to himself because <laughs> we have another tower, which is the windmill. The, we're inside with the gears, which is very. Uh, 89 Batman. It's very Edward Scissorhands. So he he's he's commenting on himself. Um, so again, like it's it's a convergence point here. Uh, we we kind of have uh, somewhat of the rise of Johnny Depp just doing characters. Uh, we 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 have something that is very much overlooked with this movie. Um, you know, for it. Okay, I get it. Why would you just want to do a strict adaptation of Sleepy Hollow? That's just boring. Who gets excited over that? Um, 
<laughs> like no one. So uh, quick side note, uh, I did some research gearing up to this. Some of the research uh, was just me watching uh, other like reviewers on YouTube. Uh, I tried to dig up any podcasts I could. I really could not. Uh, and, and I tried to go through like web archives and, and see who actually wrote about this. And again, um, for YouTube, a lot of the uh, opinions were cross-platform, the same. But we have James Rolfe from Cinemassacre. Uh, he, he did a real quick conversation. And he his, his contention was that they had an, an opportunity to do a definitive version of Sleepy Hollow, like a strict adaptation, the, the one that you could show anyone at any time to be like, this is the story. And to him, that's a disappointment because of what they veer off into. Uh, essentially, the plot for this movie is a real estate scheme, and I'm not going to go into the detail about that because it's, in, it's, it's not even significant at all. It's not. It's not. There, there's all these other elements in the movie that pay off so, so well that again, you don't, you like, you kind of don't care how Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star and why is there a weakness and you're just, you're just going with it. You're along with the ride. Have a good freaking time. We're watching movies here, and so what happens is a is a Hollywood jumps into the movie. And they they add to it. They plus it out. They make a uh, a two hour movie from essentially a fifteen minute story, a story that takes fifteen minutes to tell. Uh, so what happens is like they they uh, they just explain things. And you know when they do this, when Marvel when Marvel does this for its Marvel movies, uh, when Star Wars does this, everyone flips out. Everyone loves it. They do it for Sleepy Hollow. People flip their minds and they forget forget about the movie. It, this movie just should be on network television in a big way, like Wizard of Oz is for, on Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas Story, uh, you know, for Christmas. This movie just needs to kind of have have like a resurgence and 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 have a run. So what happens is that they they go in and they explain, you know, parts of the original legend that. Uh, is just goofy, and you know, like they want to explain why Ichabod, Ichabod Crane is, is kind of like a, not not hundred percent a wimp, but he's 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 fidgety. He's 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 like he's kind of like a wimp. He's wimp, and, and and I say fidgety instead of a wimp because he actually fights the headless horseman in this movie twice. <laughs> um, but no, uh, he they explain his psychology. And his mother tortured alive uh, in front of him by his father because his, his father accused the mother of being a witch. Um, it explains uh, the love and the longing uh, for him and Christina Ricci. And they, they even give her a, a dynamic. She's a little bit of a, of a like junior witch. Um, they, they, he's not like this, uh, I think he's a school teacher in the original tale here. He's a constable. He's an investigator, forensics guy. He's going to Sleepy Hollow to investigate murders. Uh, I like these elements. I think it adds body to it. I think it, it, it adds additional motivation rather than someone just being scared, someone just being freaked out. You got to explain the Headless Horseman. You know, where does he come from? The he Headless Horseman origin in this movie is nothing. Nothing but awesome. He, he's the German dude that comes over during the Revolutionary War just to just to fight. 
Uh, yeah, he's like a monster, like a real life monster. Uh, okay, awesome. Sign me up. Uh, you know, we have even a, a nod to the, the visuals from the Disney, which is the, the you know, we're on the bridge and, and the flaming jack-o'-lantern and he gets thrown at Ichabod Crane. Casper Van Dien uh, disguises himself as a as the headless horseman in this and and recreates that scene for us. So we got we got Burton makes nods all over the place. He he honors actors that have a history in movies like this. Um, you know Christopher Lee uh, for for example. I even like that he used Michael Go Alfred. I, I love it and and Emperor pa- uh, Palpatine from Episode One, Two, and Three is uh, in this movie. I forget the guy's name, but this movie's just loaded. Uh, it's got so many good people. Um, visually uh, stunning. Again, I don't know. It's it's hard how a movie like Ninety Nine was such a competitive year, but it, it, any other year this movie just probably would have swept technical. Uh, or at least set design, set direction, costume, uh, sound editing. Uh, yeah, I think it would have. But um, yeah, so you know, just watching this movie, like, like the, the, there's one thing that occurred to me. Uh, this might have been one of the first movies where I realized uh, how a director can put his DNA onto celluloid. You know, just kind of like throw it out there. And, you know, at this point, the only movies, films of Tim Burton that I saw was, of course, the 89th Batman, uh, Batman Returns, uh, Beetlejuice, uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands, uh, you know, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but I kind of never, like, put that in, in the category before. But, like, just visually, it was like one, two, three, and then uh, four, then five, and then Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, yeah, uh, and... I just realized I'm like, man, like he, 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 he puts himself into the movie, like his psychology, his point of view, the the way how he sees things. And the, the other big revelation to add to this was, and what this wasn't until like recent history for me, where I realized, um, didn't realize, but, uh, listening to an interview with, uh, Burden, he, he offhandedly said that he, doesn't create his own projects. He's he's handed projects, and he just makes movies. He they tell him, "Hey, can you make this? Can you do this?" And he and he says yes. He's he's essentially a, a straight up studio director. He 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 directs um, in studio, like in in the studio system. So when people knock that the studios don't do artistic movies and favor artists and and pump them up and and create careers for them and you know like um add to the culture because of that uh tim burton is 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 one of your best examples of even the studio system now what someone can do inside the studio system uh the guy plays ball he works he he gets his job done like and that's it and sometimes it's a wonderful like and sometimes it's not sometimes it's like mars attacks um you know but hey yeah, I mean, the, this is definitely a Tim Burton movie. So what, what else can, can be said about this? I mean, like, they added uh, they add, they added so many beheadings. <laughs> Again, I, for, I forgot. The, the tagline for this movie is heads will roll. And there is so many beheadings in this movie. I, I just love it. And, you know, like, it just lives up to the poster. Uh, 
at the end there is so we, we go through this whole thing okay and and uh, the this movie wraps up it, it wraps up uh just like excalibur and just like well not so much excalibur towards the end of, of excalibur excalibur but it has a dark crystal ending meaning that um the evil's vanquished and and there's a rebirth there's brightness okay um <laughs> So it turns to autumn. Like we have autumn colors at the end, and, and then they go back to New York, and it's white, and it's snowing. And Christina Ricci is wearing a Beetlejuice black and white striped like gown, dress, and it is just awesome looking. I mean, the, um, uh, the uh, design for that is, is just, it's like, wow. Like, you know, like that even could have been a McFarlane action figure. So, yeah, I mean, Sleepy Hollow, you, you have to add it to your, uh, Halloween regular like list. Um, it just needs to always be uh, once a year. You gotta watch this movie around Halloween. Uh, I'm I'm making it a tradition of mine. <laughs> but hey, uh, 31 Days of Dread, Day 21, Sleepy Hollow. I can't say enough good things about this movie. Uh, yeah, coming up, you you guessed it, Day 22. What's it going to be? I don't know. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm between so much. But hey, hit me up. AKA Pad 13 Instagram, AKA Pad on the Snapper Chatter, uh, AKA Pad on the Twitter, Peter A. DeLuca, and AKA Pad on Facebook, uh, AKA Pad.com. If you want to just uh, see some of this stuff more, or the my website's going, we're just adding so much to it. Um, down, it's going to have downloadable PDFs, it's going to have episode guides, uh, all these things about Dream Warriors. Uh, it's, it's also going to have playable um, content. That is not available anyplace else. Um, you know, some of this is technology stuff that we have to figure out. Uh, and, and when I say we, I mean me. I mean, <laughs> I mean Peter. But hey, um, have a good day. Have a good night. Uh, let's rock and roll. Let's hit that exit music. And uh, yeah, it's, for me, you know what I'm doing? I'm, I'm working out. I'm going to go work out. That's what I'm doing. Uh, time to get the pump. <laughs>